Let's be honest. When you were a kid, putting on a new pair of tennis shoes or trainers made you feel almost uncatchable. Look at me. Look how fast I am. We, and I'm including myself here, felt empowered by the sleek design of nylon, synthetic rubber, and plastic. We were convinced we could outrace a cheetah, and maybe so. Well, maybe not a real cheetah, but maybe, just maybe, we were a little quicker, even if it was more of the thinking that we could outrace one. But as an avid runner myself, I will say shoes, they can make a significant difference. The comfort, the stride, the weight, the cool colors, so on and so forth. But as fast as my pumas in fifth grade were, I would be hard-pressed to fit in them today, even if I were being chased by a cheetah. That was 35 years ago. Needless to say, those shoes, well, they don't fit anymore. They were great back then, but today, I'd be lucky to get a few toes inside. Change. Things change. Our feet change. We change. Our shoes change. And whether we want them to or not, my needs when I was a 10-year-old are drastically different than what my needs are now. But we change physically, emotionally, intellectually. What you needed at a certain point in life is more than likely not applicable to the here and now. And that's a good thing. It's a great thing. It means you've grown. You've learned some things, not only about circumstances in life and getting through them, but you've learned some things about yourself as well. Sometimes change is hard. Sometimes change can't happen soon enough. Some changes are easy to accept, while of course others not so much, if at all. But had I held on to the idea that my sneakers from fifth grade were going to be in step 30 odd years later, Well, looking back, it's easy to chuckle. I wouldn't have believed you, though, if you would have said, you know, in time, you'll pass those shoes on to somebody else. You'll outgrow them, and you'll find another pair. I would have said, no way. These are the best shoes ever, and I've never taken them off. My, what I would have missed in life had I tried to continue wearing those shoes for 30 years. But like I said, change is hard. Today we're going to look at a few ways that help us with change. Not a single one of us is spared life's curves, but having a mental plan in place for the unknowns at least helps us prepare for the road ahead. Lace up those shoes as we outrun some cheetahs. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. Whether you like it or not, things are going to be different. At some point, they just are. So let's work out what to do with this difference. If you think about it, there are only two types of change, physical and emotional. The physical means something you experience in real life, like moving to a new city or 
meeting someone new, or eating a chocolate chip cookie. The emotional being how you respond or feel about living in a new city or your feelings toward gooey bait goodness. Physical, emotional. Now, of these two, physical and emotional, one you can control, the other one sometimes, sometimes not, depending. So, what do we do? All right, I'm going to give you three points. Number one, embrace the heartache. Wait, did I just say that? Did I just say to get sad? Yes, I did. Change can be disappointing, and you will get through it, but understand this shift, this transition, this adjustment, it cuts deep because you gave deep. Take a moment and be okay with being sad. Physical, something is no longer there. Emotional, it hurts. And that's perfectly okay. So in the beginning, embrace the heartache. Number two, talk to yourself. Literally, maybe just a whisper or internally if you're in public, but your biggest advocate is you. Saying, I'm disappointed or I feel alone, acknowledging what you are going through is letting yourself know it's okay to go through. It's okay to go through these fears, through these emotions, or through these things that you can't even put into words. It's okay. The more comfortable you become in saying these to yourself and thinking about your thoughts, the easier it will become when sharing with a close friend or a family member. Not wanting to share your being let go of a job or going through a difficult relationship keeps the idea of conversation bottled up, suppressed, which will eventually make sharing your feelings difficult and uncomfortable. Physical, something happened. Emotional, began internally dialoguing how that something happened, how it makes you feel. Talk to yourself. Number three, put on the shoes. Imagine being at the starting line of a race, staring at your shoes before it begins, looking up, you cannot see the finish line. It's 26.2 miles ahead of you, but it is ahead of you. It's waiting for you to cross the line as you see some scenery along the path you've never seen before. One step, another step, another, a small trip up here and there, but you catch yourself and continue. Why? Because wearing a metal home means leaving the starting line. And even if you feel like each day, you're waking up back at the same starting line, at least you're in the right place to begin. Change happens. Count on it. But knowing emotionally what to do with what happens 
gives you all the more reason to show off your tinnies and outrun those cheetahs. To find more episodes of Calm It Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or a diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.